Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And there you have it. Sound of the closing bell of the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Wednesday, August 10th. Folks, from timeouts, battle of the burger. Ringing the closing bell. Stocks move lower. S&P 500 index down by the most in more than a week as energy producers tumbled along with the price of crude oil. Bank shares sank on speculation. Interest rates will not rise this year. Today we had crude oil slumping 3.1% down $1.31 a barrel, 41.46. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all declining. S&P 500 index down 6 to 21.75, pulling back from a record down three-tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 36 points to 18,496, a drop there of two-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 20 points, a drop of four-tenths of 1%. Ralph Lauren shares surged today after an earnings beat. The 49-year-old brand, known for its preppy fashion and premium prices, reported first-quarter profit that exceeded analyst estimates. Shares of Ralph Lauren up Eight and a half percent. Michael Kors Holdings provided a cautious forecast for earnings and sales this year, showing that luxury goods makers are navigating a turbulent retail environment. Today, we had shares of Michael Kors uh, declining by 2.8 percent. Wall Street looking ahead to a number of retailers scheduled to report over the next couple of days. Dana Telsey is the founder of Telsey Advisory. She was our guest this afternoon right here on Taking Stock. It's going to be the department store week at the end of the week with Nordstrom, Macy's, Kohl's, and J.C. Penney's coming up. What we're seeing many of the department stores doing is searching for what are the new categories that they should sell, what should be private label, what should be exclusive. Maybe you're, look at what you're seeing at Macy's. We're testing some in-store Best Buy shops. Look at what you're seeing at Nordstrom. Nordstrom in the Grove in Los Angeles testing selling a Tesla. Or look at J.C. Penney putting in appliances. And lights out today for a lot of solar stocks. SunPower plunged 30.2%. And now let's take a look at some of the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump held a roundtable today with coal mining executives in Virginia. He talked about the difficulties facing the industry, along with other energy issues. Trump attacked rival Hillary Clinton, who's advocating a move toward renewable fuel sources. He says Clinton, quote, wants the mines closed. Meantime, CNN reports the Secret Service has spoken to Trump's campaign staff about comments some say were a threat to Hillary Clinton. The remarks came yesterday in North Carolina, where Trump suggested gun owners could stop a Clinton agenda. Trump denies threatening violence and says he was referring to the gun owners' political power. The federal government and Baltimore police say they'll negotiate reforms after today's release of a Justice Department report. Officials are criticizing officers for using excessive force and routinely discriminating against blacks. Baltimore Police Commissioner Kevin Davis. There are officers right now that are just as offended as we are to see the details that are laid out in this report. Why? Because they wear this uniform proudly and they serve the citizens of Baltimore honorably each and every day. Court documents indicate New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, quote, lied at a news conference when he said his senior staff and campaign manager were not involved in the George Washington Bridge scandal. That's according to an aide who texted a colleague as Christie spoke on December 13, 2013. Christie denies any wrongdoing. Global News, 24 hours a day. 
powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. Gold today advanced 5.8 of the ounce to 13.47, a gain of four-tenths of one percent. We are brought to you by ETF Exchange 16 BNY Mellon's annual ETF Symposium, September 19th to the 21st in Dana Point, California, a must-attend for RIAs. Space is limited, so register now at bnymellon.com slash ETF. Recapping stocks lower, S&P down 6 to 21.75, a drop of three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and shakers for a Wednesday, August the 10th, 2016 on the S&P 500, 213 issues advance, 284 decline and eight are unchanged. I want to bring in Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, to begin our movers and shakers. Dave. Let's talk about Walgreens, Boots Alliance, and Rite Aid. You're talking about two of the f- biggest U.S. drugstore chains. Walgreens has been trying to buy Rite Aid now for more than nine months. They made an offer last October. The issue is whether uh, the combined company would sort of set off alarm bells with antitrust regulators. Uh, the website deal reporter uh, said late yesterday that the company should be able to gain antitrust approval by selling off some of their stores. Now, all this is attributed to a third-party source who was contacted by the Federal Trade Commission regarding this proposed deal. So the idea that maybe the antitrust regulators will look favorably on the combined company went over well in today's trading. Walgreens boots up 2% and Rite Aid up almost 6%. I'm going to tell you about the shares of Orbital ATK. Now, this is an armaments and space system manufacturer. The shares of OA plunged 20%. The company delayed its second quarter earnings filing because of a previous accounting mistake. The company said a lost provision for a U.S. Army contract will reduce previously reported pre-tax operating income by 400 to $450 million. Uh, the company also reported preliminary second quarter revenue of $1.05 billion. That missed the average analyst estimate of $1.13 billion. And the company did say that its annual revenue will be lower than its previous guidance. And preliminary second quarter earnings per share, $1.35 versus average analyst estimate of $1.32. Nevertheless, the shares of Orbital ATK down 20%. I'll see your Orbital ATK and raise you a sun power, a company that dropped what one analyst called a guidance bomb late yesterday. SunPower had been anticipating that it would at least break even this year. No more. 
now the second largest maker of uh, solar panels here in the U.S., is telling analysts it may lose as much as $175 million. They're saying demand for utility-scale solar projects is slowing and competition in the panel market is dragging down prices. SunPower shares fell 30% in today's trading, and other solar equipment companies went along for the ride. First Solar down 7.2%, and Canadian Solar falling almost 8%. And I'll just point out that uh, First Solar, third biggest uh, loss in the S&P 500 on the day. All right, I can't match that, but I'll tell you about the shares of Perigo tumbling more than 9% after reporting second quarter results that missed estimates. They also lowered their full-year earnings guidance for the second time. I'm Charlie Perigo cited pricing pressures on its generic drug business. The value of Perigo's shares, get this, has dropped by half since Perigo rejected that $26 billion takeover offer from Mylan. That was back in November. Shares of Perigo tumbling today down more than 9%. Well, you know, maybe the Walgreens Rite Aid deal goes through, but there's one in the chip business, which may not be so lucky. I'm referring to Lamb Research's proposed $10.6 billion takeover of KLA 10 Core. Lamb Research came out today, said the deal's facing regulatory hurdles, probably won't get approved before the planned closing date in October. Uh, these companies have to go before the U.S. Department of Justice. They have to talk to competition-related authorities in China, Korea, and Japan. You put that all together, Lamb Research down 4.5%, and KLA 10 Core with a loss of more than 10%, and was the biggest drop on the day in the S&P 500. All right, I'm just going to tell you quickly about DXP Enterprises. It's an engineering, pump, and industrial products company. Its clients include the oil and gas, petrochemical, as well as construction industries. They're based in Houston. Shares of DXP Enterprises up 58% today. They reported second quarter sales that exceeded estimates. Earnings per share of 34 cents. They say that may not compare to a year-ago period it compares, though, to an estimated loss of $0.05. Cents. They cited gross margin expense, expansion and expense reduction. Uh, sales, though, still down 21% from a year earlier. Nevertheless, DXP Enterprises up 58%. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It's brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed using CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX higher today up 5%, a gain of 0.59, settling at 12.25. And while the VIX is extremely low right now in the past, that typically has been followed by low stock volatility. However, it tells you nothing. Nothing about stock performance. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Go ahead, Dave. Tell us about American public education. You know, this is a company that had managed, at least until the last few months, to avoid what's been a bear market in for-profit education stocks, one that's actually gone on about as long as the bull market in U.S. stocks. Uh, American public education serves the military and government employees, ticker APEI. company went public at $20 a share in November 2007, stayed above that price through last November, then it fell as low as $13.80. Favorable earnings reports led to a recovery. Then again today, 
the stock tumbled anew in the wake of second quarter results. American public education's earnings fell 7% from a year earlier after rising 18% in the first quarter. Drop in course registrations by new students accelerated to 22% from 15%. You put that together, American public education down 20%, biggest drop since May of last year. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commas. Send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Become a smarter investor. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, Taboola. This is the publishing widget that recommends more content at the end of the articles you read online. It's made an acquisition. We're going to tell you about it next. Next. 